0: Support for today's show comes from Skillshare.com. Now, Skillshare is a site where they have 1000s of courses, and lots and lots of course instructors to help you not just simply professionally, but personally as well. I know I have a number of my classes there. And it's one price per month. And it's unlimited access to content. And they give you a seven day free trial. So you can take all of my classes that way. And if you decide not to renew, okay, you decided not to renew. I'm fine with that. But I'm just simply saying, it's a place where you can learn and grow and not have to worry about spending hundreds of dollars for courses like so many instructors make you do. Again, use the link in the show notes get a seven-day free trial it will make a difference in your job search and so much more and we'll be back in just one moment episode 2162 of the number one podcast and apple podcast for job search this is No BS Job Search Advice Radio. I'm Jeff Alton, The Big Game Hunter and welcome Yesterday, I misspoke about which episode number it was. I said it was 2961 instead of 2161. I apologize. It's my annual mistake. It took a while to make. And uh, I think I'm getting retribution from Delt. You know, I received a message from them that my new computer which was supposed to be delivered today they let me know it's now going to be delivered in September, three months out. You think there's something wrong with their supply chain? I suspect so. And I hope this is not going to involve them trying to get me to pay more for it. Now, today's show is part two of my interview with Curry and Tharakin, And we continue on talking about the importance of stories, not just simply in job search, but throughout your career. Hope you enjoy the show. And we'll be back in just one moment.
1: In your presence. You know, and so that's a big part of this. So when you are communicating, whether it be in a job interview, whether it be in front of, you know, 10,000 people, you are in the energy transfer business. You are in the enthusiasm, passion transfer business. And when you do that, you make people come alive. And this is, this becomes about inspiration. Inspiration. Yeah. More than anything.
0: Daddy, could you tell us another story, please? (laughs) Without the milk and cookies, please. We're not going to bed yet. But is there another example of a
1: story that can get pulled into an interview scenario? Another story of an interview scenario. You know, what I find is that when I conduct interviews, everybody's got... The uh, wind story, you know how they rescued the project and this and that and everything else, right? And it, it becomes a little rote after a while. We always expect somebody to be the superhero, and of course, we know not everybody's a superhero. Now you got to be a little careful with this, but I would also like to hear about things that you tried, you know, that didn't quite work out the way you wanted to, but the lesson you learned from it. What was the lesson that you learned from it? And so uh, one of the, uh, you know, let, let me see if I can think of something uh, from, from my time. Uh, if I were to go back uh, to when I was a very young uh, man, when it comes down to do things, and I was in 1920 interviewing such, I just didn't know better, right? And I had started a little company. I had started a little company. It was my company. And I was the president of the company. I was also the sole employee of the company. I had a little computer consulting business. You no, know, way back when, 1985, 86, something like that. And uh, I remember going and interviewing for a job at a computer store. And in my resume, yeah. And, you know, this is the time when uh, you were buying $20,000 computers for with 640 kilobytes.
0: Yeah, yeah. Power, powerful, powerful, powerful.
1: A hard drive with twenty megabytes of storage. And you can make lots of money on those things as well. So I'm like you know, 20, 22 years old, and I uh, have this company. I'm the president of the company, and uh, you know, uh, legitimately, that's all true. And the interviewer that I had, uh, his old salt sales guy, me, you know. And I asked him once, you know, you know, Cam, how did you get into this business? He said, sold a lot of gear, Kerry, and sold a lot of gear. So, <laughs> so we were in the right place. I really wanted to get into this side of the business. And he asked me a question about my resume. So, Karin, um I see you're uh, president of your company, okay? So tell me what a president does, you know, in your business. And all I can do is, ah, 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 because the, everything that I do is actually the stuff that an em- sole employee would <laughs> do to be uh, about employing, uh, what is it, uh, uh, installing software, troubleshooting, you know, uh, the connections, that kind of stuff. And it was the first time I realized that, you know, I have to be not only factually correct, but I have to be, in, in a way, I have to be the, the actual insights that people want from it. In the sense of, you know, president means something more than sole employee, right? So I can say that if I want to, but is it really true? And so that was an example of something that, you know, I never did that again. And, you know, and I was completely upfront on those resumes at that point. President, and I would put down, and sole employee. (laughs) And then people praised me on my entrepreneurial uh, skills then at that point, right? And it led the conversation in a different direction.
0: And that's for Job Hunter. One of the things is demonstrating humility in the story. And in your case, um, there was a, a TV character way back, like, way back. Um, And his thing is when he was confronted, he would go Hamada, Hamada, Hamada.
1: Yeah, right. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I
0: didn't know. So I, I didn't want to bring up names. So um you had your Hamada, Hamada
1: moment. Ab- absolutely. It caught me uh, unaware. Right. And, uh, and I am glad I had that lesson.
0: And thus there's a way to tell that story. And I'm trying to illustrate it in my manner here because what I did was I slowed down and I'm spacing my statements a little bit more because it suggests sincerity. And again, part of the theater. We'll factually tell the same story, but the acting job that I do is designed to convey, you know, I, I learned something here. And the pauses
1: enforce the message. And I'm paying rapt attention to you just by the way you are pacing and the intonation, right. and, and and yeah, and just the way you even were cocking your head at that point at time, right? It implies I need to pay attention. So we're all that acting business, you know. And I want you to be a sincere actor, and absolutely sincere actor. But use it as a tool to convey the real message that you want to put forth.
0: What makes actors great? is they convince us that they're the character. Yes. And our association of sincerity, let me like forget that, that that's an actor on stage and we start to think of them as the character. And, you know, at the end we walk out and we talk, about, oh, a great acting job, or they were terrible, whatever it is. But on an interview, it's much the same thing. How do you get the message across to the audience in a way that they're able to receive it and take it in the way that you want them to take it in? Uh, So it's not just the lines, it's the performance, you're on stage, you've got a costume on and the costume can be, of course, for Zoom or in person and, you know, with COVID uh, hopefully coming to an end, at least in the United States. How is it in in Canada?
1: Uh, It's uh, apparently in our province up here, uh, July, mid-July, we should be out of it. We'll see what happens.
0: You know, in the U.S., they're they're being more gracious early, and I'll just simply say, um, you know, as you're out and about, more more folks, and you have to be costumed appropriately for the performance. Yeah, and it has to be congruent with the image of someone they want to see in that role.
1: Yeah, and, so, and what and what all, and in fact, that's the key word there. You know, congruence, right? It not only has to be congruent with. Uh, the stories that you tell, the, the way you position those stories, the tell them, tell those stories, it has to be congruent not only with the expectations of your uh, your employer, prospective employer. It also has to be congruent with your true self. You have to be authentic to yourself yes. because if you're not authentic, it is going to be abundantly evident very quickly that you're not the guy that, you, that was acting in front of me. But when you are using those skills, those acting skills to convey your true essence – you know, then that is when that congruence can all take place. I'm an always-on guy. Uh, you know, my my is that guy.
0: about you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm a I'm an always-on guy. You know, I my I have reasonably high energy. You know, I like engaging people and such. And right now, if you don't like that, we're probably not going to get along. But if you do like that, we're going to get along famously. And so you have to. Bring this out in a way that you are, it's like, it's like branding. Brands have to both attract and repel at the same time. Repel your worst clients, attract your best. Repel your worst employers, attract your best employers. And so this entire thing about branding, it's a personal brand that you are putting forth.
0: Ooh, which leads us to the personal brand.
1: Personal branding.
0: Um, So let's tie that in with the idea of being more than your resume. How can an individual become more than their resume, um, evoke their branding in the course of the interview through stories and other means? I know that's a big question. Take any part of it that you like.
1: Sure. Well, there's, the interview is sort of like the sales pitch. You know. So if you're selling a product, let alone selling yourself, it's like the sales pitch. And what I say to people is that a Boeing 747, in an ideal scenario, the, the bigger Boeing, I mean, there's various size of Boeing 747s, the bigger ones need two miles of runway in an ideal scenario to get off the ground safely. Sometimes they can do it in a mile. What is amply self-evident is that they can't do it in 300 feet. <laughs> that is very dangerous, and no one is stupid enough to try it. But salespeople try and do that every single day. They go into the pitch. Well, why would you do that in an interview? You go into the actual interview and that's it. And it's one shot, 30 minutes for that first interview. You have so much more runway that you can build in the preamble. And it's all a technique called priming. Salespeople use it uh, quite uh, quite often. If they're smart, they will uh, give those uh, prospects all sorts of ways to experience the product before product company and themselves before they actually get into the pitch. And that can be everything from, you know, the YouTube to the website to whatever it is, your resume is the thinnest and most narrow example of who you really are as a person. So anything that you can do to broaden that, that experience of yourself prior to that interview is something that you should take yourself up on. And, you know, in the last, uh, I've had I've had more than one job over the last uh, thirty years, but I've only had a couple of interviews because most people know me for my public uh, public presence. You know, whether it be through my LinkedIn profiles, uh, through my posts on my website, whatever have you. I'm a very active person out there. People not know not only know me for my expertise, they know me for my personality. You know, and, and those are two different things. But when you combine those uh, together, that's what creates uh, someone that can lead a project, that can lead people, that can you know get things done. And you both those things are important. Give people uh, an opportunity to experience, experience that well before the interview.
0: And thus, this goes back to one of my concepts, which is the idea of being able to cut the line and get to the front. Because you have mind share with people. Yes. If you're just another fish in the ocean, and they're throwing in hooks and all the fish are trying to jump onto the one hook. Only one fish gets onto the hook.
1: That, uh, that HR department door is a very crowded door <laughs> and it's a very crowded, long lineups there. And some of my most successful hires have come in through our side doors. Well, we've hired people, uh, they've engaged with our company uh, well before we were hiring, uh, and they've attended our meetups, and they've attended our you know, webinars, and they are known entities in our Facebook groups and such, right? And we get an impression of them, uh, whether they know what they're talking about, what kind of personality they are, right? And they become a candidate of choice then. They become a candidate of choice. And so when you're looking at, you know, Bob, you've seen, uh, you know, 20 times before on all these things. Nancy, uh, who has, you know, been an active participant in your groups and such. And you compare them with a stack of resumes that you got through Indeed uh, or whatever have you, Monster, it's no comparison. These personalities come alive, whereas everybody else is just a part of a stack of paper.
0: Or a digital paper,
1: <laughs> if digital no, one paper has, yeah.
0: no one has paper. <laughs> I'm anymore. dating
1: myself, digital paper. Yeah,
0: it's it's funny, there's uh, some great stories uh, about nightclubs and you use the example of the side door.
1: The side door, yeah.
0: Most people try the front door and they're rejected by the bouncer. Some people try the back door, which is getting referred by someone. The side door, no one uses. They, they rarely do things, the end of the side door to create that mind share with people. Yeah, exactly
1: right. And the mind share you want to create is not with the HR department. That's yeah. not the mind share you want to create. You want to create uh, the mind share with the people that you are going to be working with. And you now, from the boss to your colleagues to everybody else. And, and that is something that you will create in relationship capital well before you ever have to go through any kind of formal process if you do through the HR department.
0: You reminded me in this this part of our conversation of how Steven Spielberg became a director.
1: Yeah, he just showed up, didn't he?
0: (laughs) Well, he was on a tour. He wore a suit. He carried a briefcase. And at one point, he jumped off the tour bus. And he walked into one of the facilities there and started working. And he did this for a couple of weeks, dressing the part. And uh, one day, he was discovered. And he showed someone what he had done during that time. And the movie's called Amblin, which is the name of his entertainment firm. Right, right. And, and the movie's on YouTube. It's not great, but for that time period and for a high school kid, it's phenomenal. But uh, folks, think creatively about your stories. Like, you know, we have a shorthand between us, between Therican and I. When I. As soon as I mentioned a couple of these stories, he knew them right away. And thus we have an emotional connection with one another. I mentioned the Spielberg story. I mentioned the side door story. He's got it right away. We don't have to say much beyond that. Because I saw his nodding of the head. He got it. There was a twinkle that came onto his, into his eyes. You can create the same thing too in your conversations with folks. And I'm going to tell you, this has been a lot of fun. What haven't we covered yet that we really should in this conversation?
1: I don't know if we've, we've covered a lot, haven't we? So I think ultimately what it comes down to is from the, from the perspective of a job search candidate, you have to decommoditize yourself. That's what you've got to do. It's all about decommoditization, which the opposite is personal branding, having a clear, concise personal brand. The path between those two things is about the stories that you tell, because the people you're dealing with are just humans. Humans can only relate to the world through the stories they receive and the stories they tell. So give them the stories and that's how you will become uh, significant and emotionally significant and functionally relevant to what they are doing right now.
0: What a great summation. I mean that sincerely, very, very good. How can people find out more about you, the work you do, the book, the whole thing?
1: So, Jeff, if you come to my website, strategypeak.com, you can uh, download a couple of chapters of the book uh, for free. I'm going to send you some uh, show notes, uh, and it'll include an infographic for your uh, show notes and such that people can download right away. Uh, Go to amazon.com, look for the seven essential stories charismatic leaders tell. But for the first five listeners that tell me they heard about the seven essential stories on your show, Jeff, I'm going to send them a Kindle copy for free. All they have to do is email me at my at my uh, uh, email address.
0: Fabulous. And I'll have that and I'll include it in the notes as well. But I won't put it in a way that's easy for the spammers. <laughs>
1: that's good. I appreciate that.
0: You're welcome. And, folks, we'll be back soon with more. I'm Jeff Altman, The Big Game Hunter. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you're watching on YouTube, click the subscribe button, hit the like button. Do something that lets people know it was worthwhile. Connect with me on LinkedIn, by the way, at linkedin.com forward slash IN forward slash The Big Game Hunter. And I've got a ton more at my website. If you go to TheBigGameHunter.us, I've got thousands of posts there that you can watch, listen to, or read that'll help you find work more quickly but they're not customized for you, which is really what I try to do in my coaching with people. Personalize it so that you get the results for your capabilities. It's tailored specifically for you so that you get great results. Hope you have a terrific day. And most importantly, be great. Take care.